0: The WBEN All Local. All local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world.
1: I'm Susan Rose.
2: I'm Brian Mesarowski.
1: After the snow was cleared from the roads, the next problem quickly showed up. WBEN's Tom Puckett has more on how local highway departments are tackling potholes.
0: The potholes are certainly starting to present themselves. Clarence Highway Superintendent Jamie Dusson. We have a couple of roads.
3: Uh, probably a handful of roads throughout town, um, you know, that have some pretty significant pothole delamination problems right now. In
0: West Seneca, where there's a warm-up after six and a half feet of snow two weeks ago, Highway Superintendent Brian Adams says there are a few potholes on town roads, and he says it's no surprise to see potholes this early.
4: It's western New York. You know, nothing's really surprising anymore with with all the snowstorms and the different fluctuating temperatures. Um you know, it's just, it's kind of a par for the course with the recipe of Mother Nature here.
0: Cold patch is being used to address the potholes there. Same in Clarence. The bigger the potholes, the,
3: generally the better they, they will hold cold patch. It's the shallow ones, uh, the, the ones where the, you know the, the top coat has come off and separated from the binder. That's where it's very difficult to keep cold patch in a shallow hole. A lot of times it just doesn't stay in and just kicks off to the side.
0: Dusting says one thing that can help isn't going to be available for a while.
3: The unfortunate situation is we are probably six to eight weeks from uh, being able to get hot mix asphalt, which is uh, the true fix for potholes. You know, they need to be uh, milled out and uh, have the have the top put back in there. And uh, we're a ways away from that.
0: Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All
2: right, Tom, thank you. Well, UAW members working at GM plants. Getting significant profit-sharing checks. We spoke with Ray Jensen of the UAW Region 9 here locally.
0: They will be receiving $12,250 as part of the UAW-GM national agreement. And uh, it's great for not only the the members, but it's going to be great for our local communities because those members will be spending that money in our communities. And it's just a testament to those members' hard work all of last year.
2: About 45,000 hourly GM workers, including those here in Tonawanda and Lockport, will receive the profit-sharing checks.
1: Five former Canadian World Juniors hockey players, four of them still on active NHL rosters, including the Philadelphia Flyers and New Jersey Devils turned themselves into Canadian authorities to face charges of sexual assault. The players were part of Canada's 2018 World Junior Championships team. After a party celebrating their win, a woman claimed she was sexually assaulted by multiple team members. Police initially investigated but closed the case. But four years later, they reopened the investigation after a sports channel in Canada reported that Hockey Canada had settled a lawsuit involving the woman. All five have turned themselves into London, Ontario police. All four active NHL players had previously been granted leaves of absence from their teams. That 2018 tournament, by the way, was played here in Buffalo.
2: UPS says it's laying off 12,000 employees, joining several other companies that have recently announced layoffs, including Xerox, Wayfair, and Amazon. Meanwhile, working from home has become a point of friction when employees are harder to find. Employers are more willing to allow for some of those benefits. Sky Berger is director of the economic research at Burning Glass Institute.
0: Employers seem and bosses seem more reluctant to hand it out, but it's part of this bargaining that's going on between workers and, and employers. And as the labor market's cooled somewhat uh, with hiring coming down,
2: uh you know employers are becoming less generous offering that and so employer
0: employees are finding that they it's harder for them to keep hold of that benefit
2: matt piper speaking with a college professor and author on human resource management on what to do if you find yourself suddenly out of work
0: layoffs have been happening everywhere but stanford university professor jeffrey pfeffer says for those who are laid off you don't need to make a drastic career change people's career is based upon a set of skills and a set of experiences. So what
3: you need to do is find a different company, often in the same industry, that actually is more what I would call employee-friendly. But there are still places like Southwest
0: Airlines, which avoids layoffs, Toyota, which avoids layoffs. He also says to get into the right headspace because layoffs are stressful. Matt Piper, CBS News.
1: Well, we're getting ready to kick off the Buffalo Auto Show downtown. WBEN's Brayton Wilson was
0: there. Tuesday saw crews at the Buffalo Convention Center continuing to wheel in and position a number of different vehicles of all different models for this year's Buffalo Auto Show in the showrooms on both levels of the newly renovated facility downtown.
2: This is exciting because now the completion of the renovation is done for the facade of the building and the entry. The last couple of years we've had construction going on, so the public can look forward to having a nicer entry into the facility. He did sidewalks, the new dramatic entry to get into the lobby and start the process of
0: looking through all these beautiful new cars. That's General Manager of the Buffalo Convention Center, Jeff Calkins. Brandon McCabe is the co-owner of Buffalo Car Care Solutions, whose obligation throughout the Buffalo Auto Show is to clean every car set to hit the showroom floors and maintain the cars while the event takes place. McCabe admits there's plenty of preparation that goes into their job over the seven to eight days they work at the auto show.
3: You assemble, you know, the proper staff. You know, guys that can show up early on time, work throughout the day. It's a lot of long hours. You know, we're here sometimes for 12, 14 hours cleaning the cars. So that's a lot of hours for, you know, some staff. But, you know, they enjoy it. It's kind of like a little field trip out of the, you know, normal day-to-day grind. So it's a little different, change of scenery. It's definitely pretty fun and enjoyable just to get out of the
0: normal shop every day. Meanwhile, John Duberville from Hale Expo Services has been preparing for the Buffalo Auto Show, dating back six months now, to make sure the event is safe for everyone. The visual opportunities is going to be there for auto manufacturers, and the dealers are showing off their cars in the best presentation possible. What
2: we do is we handle all those logistics and working with those manufacturers. They're sending us very detailed floor plans, how they will look, how the electric gets laid down. We have to look at how the building is laid out, where they will best fit in the building. And we actually work with them saying, hey, maybe your backdrop can't work in this particular spot because you may be blocking a spot that needs to be egressed for guests. And the manufacturers have been great in helping to modify those floor
0: plans. More on the final preparations for the Buffalo Auto Show is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News.
2: All right, Brayton, thank you. Exciting time downtown. Well, the Bills have named Bobby Babich their new defensive coordinator. Babbage has been with the Bills since twenty seventeen and has been the linebackers coach since twenty twenty two, and now he'll take the job from Sean McDermott, who handled those duties last season.
3: Bobby and I have been together a number of years, going back to our time together in Carolina, and you know, his dad was with us for a number of years here and good family. Bobby's a good coach. He's developed players, and I think you know, when you evaluate a coach, it's are you taking what you have and making it better? It doesn't get any need to get any more complex than that, and Bobby's done that.
2: That's McDermott talking about Babbage last week. Um, I don't know. I thought Sean McDermott did a pretty good job as defensive coordinator. Uh, it'll be he interesting did. to see, you know, how the promotion goes. But he, you know, had been on a few interviews or lists for DC. Right. So a lot of fans very happy.
1: I, it seemed, seemed to me around. I saw that the Dolphins wanted to interview him, and then all of a sudden he was named yeah. the coordinator <laughs> no, here.
2: No, no Miami. No, you're not <laughs> right. not getting this one.
1: Uh, new CDC report is showing that syphilis cases are soaring again in the U.S.
2: CDC now says that more than 203,000 cases of syphilis were reported in 2022. That is the most on record since the 1950s, before a broader rollout of penicillin was able to drive down rates of the sexually transmitted disease. Rates of syphilis have been climbing for more than a decade across the United States and now rank among some of the worst reported rates in the world. It comes as advocacy groups are warning that the epidemic could continue to worsen amid shortages of a key treatment and
1: steep federal funding cuts to STD efforts. That's Alexander Tin reporting.
0: Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. A little sunshine for the first part of the day, mostly cloudy this afternoon with highs near 40. Tonight, breezy with cloudy skies, overnight lows in the low 30s. It'll be a bit windy on Thursday. Temperatures in the mid to upper 30s. Some snow showers early Friday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Erin Minkowski.
1: All right, we are looking at potholes this morning here in western new york on this final day of january and starting in west seneca and clarence west seneca highway superintendent brian adams uh, joining us right now on the wben trocare college live line brian it's been a heck of a month for you and your crews six feet of snow in the middle of the month then the meltdown and flooding concerns and now potholes what are you seeing out there
4: good morning yeah um it's been a, a nice wild adventure uh for the month of january here but uh, overall you know i think our, our crews responded and handled everything exceptionally well uh yeah, we're in the process now of evaluating all of our streets after you know the thaw um few potholes popping up um we're you know working diligently to uh you know, repair those temporarily, make note of it so that we can do a more permanent fix in the spring and summer. But they, you know, this is definitely the season for that.
2: Why do they pop up? Is it because of the temperature changing, you know, from uh, warmer-ish, you know, 40s to down near zero, back up to 40s? Or is it because the plows just had to be out so often to clear out all that snow? Maybe a little bit of both?
4: Yeah, it's a little bit of everything, uh, honestly. It's the wear and tear on the roads. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It also comes down to you know the amount of moisture, um, the freezing, the thawing, the fluctuating temperatures, getting under there, kind of loosening up the material. It could also be a, a good um, portion of the sub-base, maybe failing. Um, so it's a little bit of everything. And basically what our crews do now is they drive every street in town. Um, we break our section up throughout the you know, our garbage routes, because we do sanitation as well, so our crews will work on Monday, then go Tuesday. We'll drive every single every single street, um, fill what's needed, and then take notes of certain sections that we may have to do a, a more permanent repair on um, come spring and summer, whether that be a partial dig out, redoing the, the sub-base, and uh, the wear course.
1: Brian, is this early for potholes, or not necessarily?
4: You know what? With The climate's changing and stuff. Uh, The last couple years has kind of been like this when we had those major storms in December of last year, uh, November and December. Um, We've had to deal with five, six feet of snow then, and then we've had a nice warm spell. Um, Typically, I'd say, yes, this is early. Normally, we're not dealing with this until, you know, March, April. Um, But, you know, it's all on Mother Nature and what she throws at us here.
2: You know, by the way, how are those Piles of snow and everything. We've had a significant melt-off here. Flooding concerns last week, but uh, it's still pretty big down there?
4: Yeah, we're definitely handling it well. The, the temperatures are helping, um, melting those and kind of condensing them a bit. But we've had crews out the last couple of weeks doing snow removal in and, and areas, dead ends, cul-de-sacs where we kind of have to pile the snow, um, all those are still being removed. The piles on the corners are getting knocked down. The, the visibility uh, is definitely a lot better um, over the last you know week and a half or so.
1: Hey, Brian, thank you. We appreciate the update. Brian Adams, the West Seneca Highway Superintendent, with us this morning. And now Jamie Dussing, the Clarence Highway Superintendent. Well, Jamie, you didn't have all the snow that West Seneca did, but you probably have the same pothole issue.
3: Yeah, we sure do. Uh, West Attica definitely won the uh, the snow derby um, this year, um, but we are getting the uh, the same effects the, uh, of of the uh, snow melt and the temperature swings and things like that. And Brian explained it very well. Um, even the roads, uh, you know, remaining wet um, to heavy traffic, you know, that can kind of get underneath, uh, get in the cracks, and get onto the roads and start popping them out. And that's what we're experiencing now.
2: Is there any sort of equipment switch that, you know, doesn't take place maybe until we get a little further into the season that you're maybe dealing with having to do now because of some of the potholes?
3: No, I think your your standard cold patch um, is really the only effective tool right now to more or less just fill the holes. Um, and and uh, once we fill them, hope, hope the material stays in there. Um, But there really is no pixie dust to throw at, uh, you know, potholes, especially when they present themselves um, in such great numbers like they have on a lot of the the heavier traffic roads in the town of Clarence and probably throughout Erie County, I'm assuming.
1: Isn't it wild, Jamie, that, I mean, with all the technology and all the changes that we are dealing with today, that cold patch, I mean, it's been around forever, right? That's like the only way to, to deal with a pothole in the winter.
3: Well, pretty much. I mean, the material has changed. It's gotten a lot more pliable. Um, You know, people, uh, engineers and uh, designers, mixed designers, have have really looked at um, better, more adhesive uh, types of cold patch. And to a certain degree, um, I have to say the material is better. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, cold patch is good for filling a deep, uh, wide hole and it will, you know, keep the tires out of that uh, pothole. But in many instances where you just have some um, surface cracking and some delamination of the uh, top coat of asphalt, a cold patch doesn't do a whole heck of a lot. It, uh, you know, we can throw it down, but it kind of gets kicked off and kicked off to the side of the road, and that, that's what you're seeing. Um, and it's frustrating for for motorists. It's frustrating for Uh, you know, all the highway, uh, you know, uh, authorities uh, throughout the state, really. And uh, it's just what we have to work with. And we have to do the best with uh, what we have. Is there a certain type of road or
2: area around town that you see more potholes than others?
3: Well, certainly, they're the more uh, heavily trafficked roads. Um, Oftentimes, um, they're roads that have Uh, a significant tree canopy so they don't dry out um, as well when the sun comes out. Um, Those are all things, um, you know, to look at, Um, you know, the amount of traffic, the type of traffic, whether it's truck traffic, uh, heavy traffic, uh, industrial-type traffic, um, you know, those are all factors. And uh, obviously the ADT, the average daily travel of the roads, Um, really affect, um, you know, how much road, how much traffic is pounding on the road. And that's probably the biggest effect um, with the temperature swings and the, uh, you know, the moisture that we mentioned previously.
1: Is there a way people can report potholes to you? I know Erie County has a complaint uh, line that people can report them to. They can email potholes at erie.gov. If they report them there, would Erie County tell you?
3: Um, we actually do a great job with our municipal partners sharing information. Um, it goes both ways. Um, we, too, have a, um, you know, uh, an icon on our uh, web page um, that uh, you can click on. It comes right to the office. Um, we have a pothole uh, patching crew out every, almost every day. So uh, we're really within hours of uh, you know, a reported pothole, we can get it fixed. If something comes into the town line or uh, gets called in through the town uh, phone system, whether it be town hall or um, you know the highway department, we are more than happy to uh, share that information with uh, Erie County or the state. Um, and in some cases, we'll just go out and fix the hole if it uh, you know isn't worth the uh, administrative time, you know, chasing the call. We have people out doing it. Um, you know, kind of share and share like shared services. Uh, and, uh, we're, we're happy to help our partners out.
2: Okay. Well, Hey, Jamie, thanks so much for the time this morning. Always appreciate it. And, uh, same goes to Brian Adams who joined us before Jamie Dussing from Clarence, Brian Adams from West Seneca highway superintendents in those towns.
0: That's the WBEN all local. All new episodes are made
4: available each weekday morning produced by the award-winning WBEN newsroom.